This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Monday. Come on in, stay a while. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. I watched basketball last night. Nice flipping back and forth with the Steelers, Buffalo Bills. But I'm watching the Brooklyn Nets and the Washington Wizards. And I was glued to it (laughs) because I wanted to see Kevin Durant play. And he looked good. And uh, Kyrie Irving. Looked good. The Nets looked good. The Wizards, not fully equipped. They didn't have uh, Russell Westbrook Jr. the third or Bradley Beal, but there's there's some positivity there. But I was watching the Nets. I just wanted to see how they were going to play, what it was going to look like. And, you know, KD looks like KD. Kyrie still can be incredible. You know, I started to wonder about this. Greatest handles of all time. Like, I don't even know if it's a question. Kyrie has as good a handle as I've ever seen. Now, I always thought that Chris Jackson, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, had a wonderful handle. There's players who have a great handle. Um, You know, Isaiah Thomas was somebody who had a great handle. Now, you can go back to Bob Cousy if you want. Uh, Nate Archibald, it felt like, was just quick. He went left every time. But somebody who in traffic has a great handle. And in small spaces... Kyrie Irving is as good as anybody I've ever seen. And I've been watching the NBA for almost 60 years now. He has as, I should say 55 years. He has as good a handle as I've ever seen in traffic and so quick and somehow, some way can find these little nooks and crannies. I still think he's crazy at times, but 
you know, he still doesn't understand that you make $33 million to play basketball, and all we're asking is, hey, why don't you drop uh, your fans a little nugget here? Why don't you talk a little bit? Like, that's in your contract. Every player contract is, you got to talk to the media. And Kyrie taking a stance that he doesn't want to talk to the media. Well, it cost him, and then it cost his team, and then when it happens again, and then they double it, and then they double it, and then they double it, and then Kyrie... You can still continue to not talk, but this is part of the reciprocation here. You get paid, and then we want you to talk about the game. And you may look at the media as pawns, but you still have an obligation to the Nets fans to speak. And maybe it'll get through to Kyrie one of these days. I don't know why he feels like he's a victim. You know, he wanted his own team in Cleveland. LeBron came to town. That got a little frosty. Won a title. Went to Boston. He was a prima donna there. That didn't work out. And here you are with the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. You know, maybe it all works out. Maybe you win a championship. But Kyrie has an obligation, according a contractual obligation, to speak to the media. I don't think it's asking a whole lot. But uh, good luck, Brooklyn. Good luck with uh, with Kyrie. It's a good team. And with KD there, Steve Nash there, Mike D'Antoni there, you got either too much or just enough. I'm not quite sure how this is going to end up. I'm not usually optimistic when it comes to Kyrie, world traveler that he is. But um, maybe with the other pieces there, the infrastructure, that will help with Kyrie Irving, buddy. A guy who seems to have all the answers, but he doesn't want to share answers anymore. We all lose in that. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We'll get to phone calls. Best and worst of the weekend. I just got my Heisman ballot. Just got it. And, uh, ooh, it's a please read. Dear elector, please read the email carefully and uh, retain it for later use. It contains important and necessary information required to access a secure voting website here. The 2020 Heisman Memorial Trophy Award. So I have it in there. My ballot number, got my last name on it, and I take it very, very seriously. And I started watching uh, Devontae Smith differently, watching the Alabama game against Arkansas. He's a great player. I mean, a valuable player. And that's where it's really hard to go, okay, how do I determine who's got great numbers, who's a difference maker, uh, who deserves maybe that third spot? Because I always have first, second, and third. And I'm not allowed to tell you, they asked last year to not divulge who you were voting for. But I have a vote, and I uh, truly appreciate the opportunity to be able to vote. Looking at the uh, Heisman odds right now, Mac Jones is uh, the favorite because Trask and Florida lost this weekend against LSU. Devontae Smith is third, then Trevor Lawrence, Ian Book, and Justin Fields. But there's always an outlier. I always want to look at, it's like uh, Army's quarterback last year, Perry. I thought he was as good and valuable as any player in America. Uh, Navy's quarterback, Perry. Um, and I, I thought he was as valuable as any quarterback, any player, with what he meant to his team. And I thought he was must-see TV, week in and week out. And I think he's still with the Dolphins on their roster. But, you know, you certain um, – I go back to Golden Tate. Golden Tate at Notre Dame. I put him third on my ballot one year. 
you're just you see players that may not get as much exposure, but Devontae Smith, I could certainly make a case, is the best player in college football right now. Uh, Mac Jones, we love to give it to quarterbacks, and if Mac Jones has a big game against Florida, then he's probably going to win the Heisman. But uh, horrible loss for Florida against LSU, and uh, Kyle Trask had a couple interceptions there. Trevor Lawrence, who would have thought that he would go through his college career and not win a Heisman Trophy. He'll join us coming up on Wednesday, I believe, on the program. Ian Book, Notre Dame quarterback, deserves to be in the conversation. He has played great. They're the number two team in the country. Justin Fields, based off what he did last year, uh, hasn't had the opportunity this year to really showcase just how great he is or was last year. Uh, The Indiana game, uh, I mean, he hasn't been great. But he's been good enough. And I think based off last year, he'll be in the conversation. Yes, McLovin. I saw a player comp for Devontae Smith to Lynn Swan. Does that make any sense to you? Uh, kind of Lynn Swan at USC. I thought that was pretty high praise, but I'm curious, if is he in that category? Um, I mean, Lynn Swan's one of the great, yeah, great small receivers of all time. Yeah, but Devontae Smith beats you deep. Like, it feels like he can take something short and go deep. Um, Pittsburgh's offense back then was about Stallworth and Swan, and, and they were deep passes that Terry would, would throw. It, it, it's just a different game now with wide receivers. You know, if you have somebody with that ability, it's like you know, Antonio Brown. I can throw seven, and he can take it 70. Uh, where it didn't used to be that way. Your wide receiver was a guy who would be 15 or 20 yards down the field. Uh, you know, he was trying to make a big play. Now it's about get the ball in a playmaker's hands. But uh, Devontae Smith is spectacular. He truly is. He's a spectacular player. And I think the most valuable player on that Alabama offense. All right, we'll get to phone calls here. Best and worst of the weekend tonight. The Ravens against the Cleveland Browns. And this is a big game. Big game for the Ravens because Cleveland can still lose and Cleveland can still, you know, qualify for a wild card spot. Baltimore can't afford to lose. If the Ravens win, Baltimore and Miami would be tied at eight and five. Miami would win the playoff tiebreaker and be in line for the seventh seed. But Baltimore would be heavily favored for that playoff spot because Miami has the Patriots at the Raiders and at the Bills. So a tougher schedule than Baltimore's Jags, Giants, and then at the Bengals. But it's a big game tonight. The Ravens on the road and favored by three. Poll question, McLevin. Where will Carson Wentz be week one next year? Uh, As you mentioned, Indianapolis number one, Philly number two, and then New England and Denver tied for third. Uh, I was talking about Army and Navy, and uh, I watched almost all of that game. That was so much fun. And, uh, you know, in the fog, and it's just I love the significance of it. And, uh, you know, you got the cadets there, the midshipmen. I mean, it was just that, that atmosphere. And I really wanted to go to the game. Uh, but, you know, they said if we took COVID tests, I, I think we had to take a couple of COVID tests. And I wasn't able to do that. But Paulie and I, and I do appreciate West Point uh, reaching out and saying that if we passed a couple of COVID tests that we could have gone to the game. Because it does mean an awful lot to me. It's, it's must-see TV in my house. Every every year, every year at this time, even my wife uh, watches the game because she knows having been to West Point and that feeling you have up there 
when those when those men take the field and you see like you know when we talk about hey what are you doing when you graduate with with those men and women like what they do when they graduate it's a whole lot different than uh, hey i think i might go work for my dad i don't know i might take a year off and travel the world uh i don't know i might be in afghanistan uh you know i don't know where i might be oh i mean that that's where you're watching and you never feel more patriotic never but uh ooh, it is a it's a very very emotional moment uh if you're able to see that in person any west point game or if you get to go to it uh you know at the naval academy i have not been at a game there but i have been at west point many times and i never i never lose that feeling of what it's like when those men and women are there and you see really who we are as a society like those are those are the, the true heroes that we have those in the frontline workers by the way uh, i had to go in for some testing last week to new york and i went in and i got to see some of these frontline workers that were there helping me uh when i was going through uh you know my situation you know they they need to be patted on the back don't forget about them because we have and to be able to see them and i could see it in their faces they probably don't see it in their faces but i see it in their faces of who they were a year ago when they were taking care of me and man it, it hit me so hard that what the toll is on these people don't lose sight of these people because they take it home they take it home with them we can turn off the news we can you know we, we can stop reading something they don't get to like when you see something on somebody's face and it's there because what they see hopefully we never have to see but uh truly remarkable remarkable people and had a chance to say thank you all right uh eight seven seven three dp show i got sidetracked there you know watching basketball last night and uh did watch the football if i'm pittsburgh i'm concerned not that they aren't concerned but i would be very concerned because you've lost two of your best defensive players in Devin Bush and Bud Dupree. I can't rely on that defense to be great. Like, this was a bad month for Pittsburgh. Uh, running game, it doesn't magically reappear. They haven't had a running game for seven weeks. Baltimore, or Buffalo looks good. I like what I see with Buffalo. It's a team that finds who they are this time of the year is really, really important. Like, the Rams have found out who they are. Really important. Seattle doesn't know who they are. Seattle sort of lost track who they are. Uh, you know, the Raiders lost track of who they are. Uh, the Patriots, I think, know who they are. Like, there's certain teams that it just feels like, man, they're going to be... Like, Kansas City still feels like they're figuring it out. And that's scary because they didn't play well and they still beat a good Miami team in Miami. Uh, as Cleveland figured it out, as much as we want to say, wow, they finally figured it out, and then watch them lose tonight. As Baltimore figured it out. Uh, the Packers feel like they figured it out. I don't think Tampa's figured it out yet. New Orleans losing that game, but when Drew Brees comes back, like, is it going to be back to normal? And that's what I don't know. You know, there's just teams at this time of the year where you go, ooh, boy, they're going to be a tough out. Like, the Rams are going to be a tough out. And they're not leading with their offense. They're leading with their defense. But they're going to be a difficult out. 
we're going to talk to Sal Palantonio covers the Eagles because now we got a quarterback controversy. Although Peter King joined us last hour and he goes, what quarterback controversy? Jalen Hurts is their quarterback. Well, the controversy is going to be now what do you do with Carson Wentz the rest of the year? And then the question that it will be looming in the offseason. Let me get a couple of phone calls in here. Uh, best and worst of the weekend. We'll give you hours coming up. Also, the Cleveland Indians are changing their nickname. I don't know what they're going to change it to, but uh, we'll check in with the Cleveland Indians. As the as of now, still the Cleveland Indians. That'll be coming up. Uh, Andrea in New Jersey is back with us. Andrea, what's on your mind today? Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Shout out to Chat Row. Right. Uh, wanted to show some love to Todd today. Oh. Uh, my husband and I saw Todd's fly casting on Friday. Wanted to call in and give him some additional Monday morning encouragement. Mm. Uh, Todd, you continue to do well. You have some natural ability there. We do have some suggestions for you. Put your right hand above the reel on the cork. That's the grip. And don't do a death grip on it. Keep it nice and relaxed like you're shaking a hand. Don't keep the rod right in front of your face. Move the rod to the right. And again, keep it relaxed. When you start to cast, angle it just past your shoulder like where your ear is. Remember, you'll eventually have a hook there, so you don't want to hook yourself in the head. Remember, fly fishing isn't about brute force. It's finesse. All right. Well, thank you, Andrea. Todd, repeat what Andrea just said. It's all about finesse and uh, something about the reel on the right <laughs> exactly, side. Exactly. Don't uh, hit yourself in the head with the hook. That's going to ultimately be there. I got some fly rods from Bass Pro Shop, and then we went out in the parking lot, and I was trying to help Todd understand fly fishing and it, and it looks easy and it's not so andrea offering suggestions but it's sad when you don't even have the grip right before you're even actually doing the steps of fly fishing when you're just not even holding it right it's just kind of a lost cause justin in missouri joins us hey justin uh, best and worst of the weekend danny you guys are the best nobody does it better got a best and worst of the weekend been a long time dolphins fan my whole life my best is um, us looking pretty respectable against the champs and the best QB in football right now, Mahomes. Uh, worst of the weekend, uh, Keontae Johnson of Florida collapsing yeah. during the game. Haven't really heard what's wrong with him, but prayers for him. And uh, one more thing for you, Dan. Back in 2011, when the signs were huge and people would go to college, college game day and sneak in signs about your show, me and two buddies went to the World Series in 2011 when the Cardinals beat the Rangers, and we stood behind baseball tonight for over three hours <laughs> with a beware of the mothership sign. All right. And Thank you, Justin. Thank you. Uh, we have a lot of the signs that people used at, that when they were on college game day, when college game day came to their campus, and people sent in the signs that appeared on TV. I remember Chris Fowler would get upset at me. Like I, like I was being childish because I was asking my audience to hold up a sign that might have something to do with one of the Danettes or the show. And I said, yep, that's me. I'm childish here. Yeah, Paulie. 
I remember it got so big that I went to a game at Wisconsin at uh, Camp Randall and game day was there and I was in the crowd like anyone else at, at game day. And I went up to one of the ESPN producers and she had a list of what was barred at the game. And it said like <laughs> Shea and Irving, if you see names like Fritzy or McLovin, like those were the things they were supposed to spot and take down. They, it was on a list. It was great. Uh, and then I thought, you know, you're Chris Fowler and he was hosting college game day. I'm like, Chris, Host the show. Who cares what's behind you? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I remember he uh, he didn't think that that, uh, that was professional. And it wasn't, but I wasn't pretending to be professional. It was the best. I was, mad, the at, best. I was mad at the mothership at the time. And it's like, all right, I'm going to get back at you. We're going to hold up signs. That'll teach you. Yeah, Paul. The absolute best one. I can't remember what game it was, but someone had a big Chris in Syracuse with an outline of a person, but there's no face, like a chalk outline. That was fantastic. Because we never, I've never seen what Chris in Syracuse looks like. I met Shay and Irving, but I had never seen, and we've never seen Chris in Syracuse. But, you know, when we first started, he was as good a call. He was a professional caller, and he was succinct to the point always ask something interesting and uh we hope that chris in syracuse is uh is doing well we'll take a break sal palantonio will join us uh coming up uh ravens minus three at the browns coming up tonight auburn needs a new head coach florida loses in dramatic fashion usc are they sort of in the mix here bills handle the steelers uh, jalen hurts wins his debut washington continues to win what an odd, odd football season this has been. More of your phone calls are best and worst of the weekend coming up as well. It's 21 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. 1-800-Flowers.com. 12 peppermint roses. That's what you get. 1-800-Flowers. Plus, just because you listen to the show, get an extra half dozen roses and a vase absolutely free. That's a great deal. Peppermint roses. Perfect holiday surprise for special people on your list. If you can't be there for the holidays... Why not send this beautiful bouquet? They got uh, holiday white and red roses, and uh, they'll leave your loved ones absolutely stunned. Without spending a fortune, 12 peppermint roses plus another half dozen roses and a vase for free is an amazing deal. 1-800-Flowers. So to order, you uh, get the 1-800, you call uh, 1-800-Flowers or 1-800-Flowers.com and the 12 peppermint roses plus a half dozen roses and that vase for free. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com. Click the radio icon. Enter code Patrick. That's 1-800-Flowers.com for the special order. By the way, use the code Patrick, but hurry, this offer ends Friday. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope, I was wrong. Hmm. Because then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Paulie. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right-brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right-brand bacon. More phone calls coming up, best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Poll question, McLovin, what do you have for us? Where will Carson Wentz be week one and next year? The Colts are running away with it. The Eagles a distant second. Oh, all right. uh, 
I don't know if most people know Sal Palantonio served five years in the United States Navy from uh, 1978 to 1983. And I was talking about Army Navy here, Sal. I am so patriotic when I like that atmosphere is just wonderful. Did you ever attend Army Navy game? Many times in Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial Field. I, I was there. I, I was there with the Secretary of Defense and my wife. We, we hung out with his wife and family at the 50-yard line. Uh, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great, great event. It's great fun. But I'll just say this, and I love Navy. Obviously, root for Navy. Navy needs to take a timeout. A double reverse <laughs> that results in a safety. Dan. <laughs> Uh, let's go chase some submarines for a while or do something. Come on. <laughs> you were awarded the uh, uh, service medal, I believe. Is that right? 1981. So supervising the rescue of Vietnamese refugees in the South China Sea. Explain the uh, award and what happened. It's the United Nations Meritorious Service Award given to me and my shipmates on the USS Olette. And we were in the South China Sea, and our mission was to find Vietnamese refugees that were being preyed upon by pirates at sea. Pirates would uh, have board their, their boats and take them and uh, force them into uh, servitude on, on the high seas. So we, we rescued them, many of them, many hundreds of them, and uh, brought them to the United Nations um, refugee center in Singapore. We ferried them from the South China Sea back and forth. It was a huge mission. I was a, I was a part of it, helped supervise it on my ship. And uh, every one of us on the ship was awarded that medal. Many of us were. Ever get nervous? No. I mean, you know, you're trained at sea uh, to be underway and uh, no, never did, you know, and as an officer, so I was a surface warfare officer. So I was an officer of the deck underway, uh, Indian Ocean, Pacific, South, South Pacific. It's a, it was a, it was a fabulous experience to be among great, great men and women in the American armed forces for five years to serve alongside them, be part of a, of a peacekeeping missions. I, I was lucky, Dan, and I, I, I never served during wartime. That's that's the goal of anybody who serves in the military is to serve uh, during peacetime. And uh, I, I was one of the lucky ones, for sure. And then you come back, and then all of a sudden, how do you get into the media after being in the military? I had already had a master's degree in journalism from NYU. When I joined the military, I joined the military because it was a family tradition. My uncle Tony, who was my godfather, was in submarine service in the North Sea during World War II. My uncle Sal, who I'm named after, was a Marine in the Korean War. So um, all of my dad's brothers and my mom's brothers served in either the Navy, Army, or the Marine Corps. My dad, however, did not serve because... God rest his soul. He was four effed because he had cataracts at birth. And so it was wow. um, it was a sad situation for him. He really wanted to serve. And um, so it really was up to me as his oldest son. And, you know, I joined at the height of the anti-Vietnam War effort. So um, it was not 
in vogue to come out of college and go join the service. But that's what I did. I had an uncle who lied and he joined the army at 16. And which war? Which war? He was in the Korean War. Yeah, the Korean War was no joke. And he was in battle. I mean, I <laughs> yeah. it, it affected him the rest of his life. Yeah. He got frostbit and he would always have white socks on every time I would see him. And like, I can't imagine the horrors of war at any age. And he was 16. He lied to get into the army. And he, he saw a lot of battle, a lot, a lot of stuff. And we were never allowed to bring it up. Uh, to right. Did he, so he survived and had a whole life after that. Dan? Yeah, uh, not a long life, but he had a life after that. But yeah, he was in one of the bloody, bloodier battles. Uh, what was his name? What was his name? Uh, last name was Miller. Tom Miller. Yeah. But my uh, my, my father in law served in the Marine Corps in Korea and was in the last great amphibious assault of the U.S. military at Incheon uh, and survived that assault. And uh, we were never allowed to talk to him about it. Yeah. Um, all right. I got sidetracked there. But uh, the ESPN national correspondent primarily covering the NFL NFL uh, matchup host. And uh, I don't know what to make of what Doug Peterson said after yesterday's win here, Sal. So can you interpret what Doug Peterson is saying about who is going to be a starting quarterback next week against Arizona? I think it's difficult to interpret. But I, one of the things that I learned very early on as a reporter and I learned it from some of my mentors, is don't pay attention to what coaches say. Coaches lie all the time. <laughs> pay attention to what they do. And so I don't put a lot of stock in press conferences. Press conferences are good for copy and, uh, you know, talk shows and all that stuff. That's all good. And, of course, we want to pay attention to what they say, and they sometimes create controversy. But at the end of the day, Pay attention to what happened in the game and the decision that was made. And then for whatever reason, whether – and I, I, I saw what Peter King said to you about the fact that everybody's walking on eggshells because of Carson Wentz. I, I think this part that, that's partly true. I, I think – and I love Carson Wentz. And everybody in that building does. And Carson Wentz is a tough guy and a hard worker and a good teammate. You'll never hear me say a bad word about him. But I said three weeks ago, it was time for him to get benched like Donovan McDab did in 2008. A little time out. Uh, now, Kevin Cobb came in and, of course, did not display any kind of talent worthy of keeping him in. The obvious big gamble here is Jalen Hurts would do what Jalen Hurts did yesterday. And let's be clear about something. Let's be very clear about something. Jalen Hurts won the game. The reason why the Eagles won the game was because Jalen Hurts. I want you to look you, – you look at the roster and the starting lineup of the Saints. Kamara, Sanders, Cook, Michael Thomas, this young man, Traquan Smith. You go on the defensive side of the ball, Cameron Jordan, Quan Alexander, Demarius Davis, Janoris Jenkins, Malcolm Jenkins, Marshawn Lattimore, just to name a half a dozen on each side of the ball. Dan, name one Philadelphia Eagle that starts on that New Orleans Saints team. Give me one. I don't I can't come up with one. Maybe Jalen Hurts over Taysom Hill. Well, maybe. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. that might maybe. be about it. So I mean, if you're looking for a reason why the Eagles won the game, it's because of the performance of Jalen Hurts and you know the, the biggest thing 
that's out there now is that the offensive line performed better for Jalen Hurts than, well, come on. You know, the Eagles were number one in sacks, and Jalen Hurts was not sacked yesterday in the game. And our, our stats department just put this out moments ago. Jalen Hurts was pressured 14 times on Sunday. Of those, Dan, the Eagles gained 82 yards on those plays, and he took no negative plays on the 14 pressures. How much does management have to see of Jalen Hurts before they realize what they have? One way or another. No one has said for management what they think at this point. We're going to find out basically when they take action on Hertz and or Carson Wentz. But this idea that you're going to just trade Carson Wentz, uh, I realize it's a good poll to have. (laughs) But, I mean, you know, Frank Reich is not a stupid man. Chris Ballard is not a stupid man. The Indianapolis Colts are a well-run organization. They've turned, he's turned that organization around. He loses Andrew Luck, goes through one quarterback. They get Phillip Rivers, and voila, they, they, don't have a, they don't have a weakness on that Colts team right now that I can see. So they're, they're not dumb. They realize that the better Hurts plays, the less value Wentz has. We can establish that, right? That's obvious. Yeah. 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 So that that may be part of the reason why they're play acting by not pumping up Jalen Hurts' performance. That may, but come on, who's zooming who here? Let's keep it real. Everybody can see what's going on. You plug in the tape. You know that Jalen Hurts looked like everybody else was standing still at times yesterday. Yeah, he lifted. Like you could tell, even at the latter part of the uh, Green Bay game, I. I saw something like it was tangible there of a team that was like, whoa, wait a minute here. And then it it carried over against, you could say, the best defense, certainly in the NFC with the Saints. That's what was impressive. That got my attention that this wasn't against the Bengals. This was against the New Orleans Saints. And at times I was thinking, do they have a game plan? Did they have a game plan for Jalen Hurts? Because it didn't feel like they had one. Defensively. Prior to that that game, Sean Payton owned the Eagles. He was 6-2 against the Eagles. Doug Peterson was 0-2 against Sean Payton before that game. I've covered a lot of these games where I saw the Eagles get waxed by the Saints. Absolutely demoralized. And here Jalen Hurts comes in, and like you said, he energized the whole team. That was actually a note I was looking for in my notebook last night. I found it that Hertz has lifted the energy of everybody on the team. Everybody is just playing at a different level. They're, they're, they're not looking at their shoes anymore on the field. <laughs> uh, good to so talk. What is the game, what's the game plan going forward? I mean, everybody wants to hit the fast forward button, Dan, yeah. and I don't have an answer for it. I mean, but just hold off the idea of it's going to be real easy to trade Carson Wentz. And those people who want to keep Wentz and trade Jalen Hurts, those people need to go live in Maryland. Because it's it's not going to – that would be a very difficult sell to this fan base. Handicap the NFC East the rest of the year. Who wins this division? Well, Washington has really – you know, they, they were a good team that first week. I saw them beat the Eagles up in the second half. 
Chase Young and that front four, super active, great front four. But if they don't have a healthy Alex Smith, they're going to they're gonna limp to the finish beginning against Seattle this week. I'm covering that game at FedEx. I want to see after they've been on the road at Pittsburgh and at San Francisco, how they respond in this game against Seattle. The Giants have a quarterback problem. The Giants have a quarterback problem because Colt McCoy was playing very well, and he put Daniel Jones in there as well he should. He's coming back from injury. But McCoy played a lot better than people think when you plug in the tape and you look at it. I thought he played smart. He was accurate with the football, and he took care of it for the most part. Um, The Eagles have to get super lucky, and they need help. Good to talk to you again, Sal. Uh, We appreciate your time as always, and uh, hope to talk to you again. Happy holidays, Dan. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you, buddy. That's Sal Palantonio, ESPN national correspondent, primarily covering the NFL, NFL matchup host. We'll take a break. All your phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend. We'll check in with the Cleveland Indians because they're changing their nickname. I don't know what they're changing it to. And is this a trickle down? When you start to think about this, that, you know, the Redskins and the Indians are going to drop their names. Braves, Chiefs, Blackhawks. What about college? What about high school? We'll have that topic for you coming up next hour. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. 
my wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because hmm. then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, oh. Polly. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. The new original series, Say by the Bell, streaming now exclusively on Peacock. Bayside is back. New students, new stories, and some very familiar faces start streaming now. Yes, Paul. Did you see the new guy on the new Say by the Bell? The, the, the teacher, the principal, I don't know what his name is. Is it John Michael Higgins? The guy who looks just like you? The guy from Best in Show? Yeah, I think he's on the, the new Say by the Bell. I don't I see it. I don't I don't see that he looks like me. But do people very similar hair. Do people normally see the person that they're told they look like? Because I had somebody uh thought that I was David Letterman. Oh no. Years ago. Years ago. No, but there's certain people that you actually look like. You know that guy Chris Hansen, the newscaster? Wait, the dateline guy? Yeah, the dateline guy. The guy who you don't want showing up at your house? Right. That's not, it's not a, a slam on you. It's, it's like, wait, I look you, like Chris Hansen. You guys look like you could be related. See, remember we saw him on the, uh, I think we saw him on the train back from New York, Chris Hansen. Oh, yeah. And it, <laughs> yeah, he right. looks a lot like you. Also, he's about six, two and thin. So he looks like your size. Did you think something was up when you, whenever you see certain people, don't you go, uh Oh, who's in trouble here? You it was see, the bar car. It was the bar car of the Metro North train going mm. outside of New York City, and Chris Hansen was there, and uh, there were some nervous faces. Yeah, yeah. There's there's certain people when they like Jim Cantori. When Jim Cantori is in your neighborhood, <laughs> in your city, in your town, there's trouble because he usually doesn't show up when there's nice weather. <laughs> like look at Cantori. It's like uh oh, Cantori's here. All right, uh, let me get to these phone calls. Jordan in South Dakota. Jordan, thanks for holding. Best and worst of the weekend. Absolutely. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Uh, best of the weekend. Stanley Amude of my University of South Dakota Coyotes dropping 41 on in-state rival South Dakota State. And then the worst, uh, wish him all the best, as uh, I'm assuming he'll get fired today, Dan Bailey. All right. Well, thank you, Jordan. Is uh, bad weather heading towards Cleveland for tonight's game, McLovin? Will it be there in time for the game? Yeah, a lot of wind, which they say affects quarterbacks. So the, uh, the over-under is going down as we speak. Could be ugly. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's great revelation that wind might affect quarterbacks there, McLovin. Thank you. Uh, strong winds moving uh, the Monday night football betting odds. Right now, it's uh, the Ravens minus three. Over under is 45 and a half. 
Now they're changing it to Ravens three and a half over under almost 47. Is that what they're projecting here? Yeah, Paulie. Or, yeah, McLevin, is that what you have? Yeah, that sounds right. Because okay. I guess the, the Ravens are less dependent on the pass, so a run game. Oh, okay. Uh, Daniel in Tennessee. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Dan, how's it going? Good. What do you have for me? Uh, 5'9", 175. Uh, best and worst of the weekend. Worst is Florida losing to LSU. Um, I think that's finally sealing Ohio State's fate unless a miracle happens. Wait, it, is it called LS Shoe? Oh, how about uh, that one? Uh, yeah, Todd. Not necessary. Yeah, LS Shoe. They don't like that. <laughs> You're upsetting a Gator um, nation there. By the way, here's Dan Mullen, the Florida head coach. Uh, hold on here, Daniel. Here's uh, Dan Mullen, the Florida head coach on uh, the Shoe controversy. What did you see with Marco Wilson's decision? Oh, I didn't see that. I don't know. You know, I mean, I guess I guess that's a penalty. I, didn't, I have no idea what happened. I didn't see it. So, I mean, you guys probably did. I don't know. Do you guys see it? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you threw a guy's ship. Okay. They called a penalty <laughs> on it, so. L.S. Shoe. Yes, Tom. It's always interesting how coaches see everything that's going on except for the things <laughs> that they don't want to talk about or elaborate on. It's just the easiest to say, I didn't see it, but whatever. Yeah. And then after the game, he takes a shot at Ohio State. They're like, uh, do you think you should still be uh, in there for the Final Four? And he had something about, well, if you have five wins, uh, I guess you can. Win the game, Dan. Good God. You got LSU. Win the game. It's at home. Win the game. Although I've been ripping LSU the last couple of weeks. They played pretty inspired football there. Thrill of victory, the agony of decleat. That's plus two for go. me, Todd. I was going to say Florida wasn't exactly a shoe win, even if they would have won that. Okay, game. all right. But that's sort of yeah. taken my yeah, LS okay. shoe. Yes, Paulie. That, that was a weird play because when he th- he, he kind of grabbed the running back and he stripped his shoe off. So he wasn't like trying to do it. And then he kind of jumped up and he was celebrating and the shoe happened to be his hand. It's almost like he just threw it to get rid of it. It wasn't a taunt. But, I mean, even if they didn't call unsportsmanlike conduct, they could have called uh, delay a game. And that would have been five yards and first down either way. That was just the weirdest play. It happened so fast. And I thought that they were going to call delay of game. I, th- I thought that would have been fair to the situation. But, look, they decided to call unsportsmanlike conduct there, and, and it cost LSU or Florida dearly. Uh, back to you, Daniel. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. I, I was going to end with my best of the weekend is Titans winning. Uh, Derrick Henry setting a record for most 200-yard games and two touchdown games in the season. Yep. Uh, thanks, guys. Y'all have a good day. Thank you, Daniel. Thanks for holding. Yeah, this is this is when Derrick Henry is at his best, and they're going to need that down the stretch there. Uh, let me see. Sean in Washington. Hey, Sean, best and worst of the weekend. Hey, uh, worst of the weekend, I'm going to go with uh, Dan Bailey in the Vikings um, because he's been terrible the last two games. And uh, best of the weekend, I am going to say um, Buffalo beating Pittsburgh. And also, I want to get your uh, advice or really just kind of a question, um, what you think of the best division in the last 10 years has been? Because in my opinion, it's been the NFC West because every single team has made this, has been to the Super Bowl in the last 10 years. All right. I'd have to give that some more thought there, uh, Sean, but, but thank you. It feels like a question Todd would ask in the morning meeting where we didn't get any time to do any research. 
Yeah, I did that. I've done that a few yeah, times. Yeah, you've done you guys, that. You done would it. like to heads up as to what the topic was. Uh, Todd, I'm going to start with you. Best and worst of the weekend. I appreciate that. Best of the weekend. The Utes won in Boulder, 38-21. But freshman Colorado wide receiver Brendan Rice, son of? Jerry Rice. There you go. Became the first Buffaloes player with both a receiving touchdown and a punt return for TD in a game in the past quarter century for the Buffaloes on Saturday against Utah. Worst, you mentioned it earlier, other than the shoe-throwing incident in the swamp, number 10 wrecked Miami's run defense. North Carolina's Michael Carter, 308 <laughs> yards, two TDs. Devontae Williams, 236 yards, three TDs. Total Tar Heel rushing yardage, 554 yards, six touchdowns. McLovin, best and worst. I'm going two worse. Mike Zimmer throwing Dan Bailey out there to the Bailey? wolves. Bailey? Clearly Dan couldn't hit Bailey? Yeah. Uh, my other worst is the Steelers defense. Stephon Diggs was open by 15 yards every play. That How could many be targets did Diggs have? Like 15? 14. 14? Wow. Did he catch them all? I'm not sure. I just knew he was targeted quite a bit. What else, McLovin? Yeah, but how did the Steelers not know they were throwing to him? It was like when Wilt scored 100 points. <laughs> Cover Wilt. I, I don't know if it was quite that. <laughs> Seton, best and worst. Well, Todd just uh, mentioned it, but I'm going to hit it again because it was just that terrible Miami Hurricane football. What are you doing? <laughs> Play with some pride. Good Lord. That there. I was watching the game, and it was, I don't know, 34 to 10 or something like that. Both running backs for North Carolina are, were already over 200 yards, and it was the first half. And even the announcers were like, you got to do something to get the get yourselves together. Like, my Lord, that was uh, that was just brutal. Did you have another one? Uh, no, that's it. Was that your best and worst? That was just my worst. Oh, OK. We'll have to wait until next hour for Paulie's best and worst of the weekend. I'll keep him in the car. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Sorry I'm late, boss. Uh, I had to wait for Paulie's best and worst of the weekend. Don't blame you. We'll check in with the Cleveland Indians. They're changing their nickname. Who else will follow? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.